Good evening and welcome back to our uh, Halacha series for Anash.org. Question What is the status of a pull apart section Chala regards Lech Mishnah? Can each part be considered a Shlaima after it's separated? Um, the answer is like this. If the question is a section khala, that means a khala which is basically made of sections that you should be able to divide it without having a knife, the answer is no. It's if you cut it, if you separate it, it's no more a shlima because it was made to be one. It is made to be one with a lot of sections in order that you shouldn't need a knife to cut it when you want to cut it could tear it apart. So once you tear it apart, it is no more a But sometimes you have bilkelach or chalas which you bake in the same pan, in the same bekelah, but when it bakes, it, it, it rises, automatically it gets connected. You see it a lot of times in the bakery chalas. And that, even if you divide it is still considered a shlima because that was not made to be one, that was made to be two. The Toysa Shabbos is Madaik for Shechanurach in Simakif Samachasir Gimel that even after you take it off and even though a little bit comes down, it is still considered a shlima and you could uh, make an Lecha Mishnah. Now, some poets can say you could make Lecha Mishnah only when it's together. But other poets can say, and the majority of poets can say, that you could, uh, you have to divide it, and only after you divide it, then it is considered a shlima. That means lechem uh, mishnah. If it's still connected, then it's considered only one. So again, a section chala is if you take apart the piece, it's no more a shlima, and a bilkela or a dough, two chalas which was connected in the oven and it was made to be separate, it is still considered a shlima once you take it apart. Question. Waking up early before daylight, in the middle of the night, before a, ta- before a fast, to eat, uh, what is the Allah regarding Neglwasser and Birches Hashachar? Okay, so the question is a very common question. Some people, before they they fast for a fast they wake up in the morning middle of the night before the Aloysa Shachar and they want to eat something and they're going right away afterwards back to sleep do they say Berchasa Shachar do they wash their hands Negelwasser so regarding Negelwasser is yes you wash your hands even if somebody gets up for a couple of minutes just to eat before he makes a brocha, shahakel, or mazonis, or whatever he's going to eat, he has to wash neglwasser. When it comes to, um, when it comes to making berchas hashachar, we have a machloikis of this. According to the makabolim, if you get up and you uh, want to go eat, you could make berchas hashachar, even 
if you plan to go to sleep again. According to some poiskim, say that you should make the Berch Sashachar only after you wake up in the morning. According to Makabolim, it's preferred it should be the first time, before when you wake up the first time, before you eat, even though you plan to go to sleep. At least if it's after Chatzois, and if you slept already, then if you wake up, you should make the Berch Sashachar. From the Alter Rebbe, in the Siddur, um, brings down this this halacha, and he says you could make after you wake up the first time, but you could also make after the second time. That means he doesn't basically say clearly what you should do, but um, he writes that you could make a bracha the first time too, but he doesn't say that you have to make a bracha the first time. So from the Alter Rebbe, whatever you're going to do is going to be good. If you say it before, when you wake up the first time, and you could say the aft also the second time, only only when you wake up the second time. I assume, since Alter Rebbe said that it goes a lot according to Mokabolam, even though he doesn't say it directly, but he will prefer you should say it the first time when you wake up, even though if you're going back to sleep. But again, you could still do it if you don't want, you could still say it after you wake up the second time. But you cannot, if you said it after you woke up the first time to eat, you said you could not say it again the second time. That doesn't work. Two times you cannot say it. But you could say it either, either, according to Makabula, preferable, preferable after you wake up the first time, according to some points, preferable, it should be after the second time. Now, regarding washing the hands, which I said before, you should wash the hands, that's also not 100% simple, because the Aishlav Ruam, Bechut brings down from his Shver, that even going Dalat Amas, and not touching your body before you washing Neglaser, is also only after you wake up in the morning um, in the morning when you finish to sleep but if you wake up in the middle of the night then you don't have a problem of touching your body and walking Dalat Amas without Neglaser so according to him you don't need to wash Neglaser but this is already the minute of Hasidim that they don't walk Dalat Amas without Neglaser but there are some people which basically if they wake up in the middle of the night and they need to go to the toilet and um, if they're going to wash their hands and coming out of the toilet washing hands again and making Ashi Yotzar they're going to be totally awake and they won't be able to go to sleep again a second time so automatically they won't have a regular full night of sleep so what do you do in such a case what is what do you do regarding Neglwasser and what do you do regarding Berges Ashi Yutzar? now in Shikhanurach Zugdemachava like this in Shikhanurach Sime Zayn 
Zugda Shekhanorach, if somebody wakes up, if somebody went to the toilet and he did not say Ashir Yotzer and he had has chadas. That means he forgot. He forgot that he didn't, he didn't say Ashiyotzer and he got distracted and did other things. And then he needs to go to the toilet again. So when he comes out the second time in the toilet, he remembers that he didn't say Ashiyotzer the first time. Zugda Machaber, you should go to the toilet, you should say Ashiyotzer, the Baruch's Ashiyotzer twice, two times. The Bach disagrees with the Machaber and says, says you only say it once. The Terezuov answers all the questions with the Bach, which has on the Shechanorach, and he passes like the Shechanorach, like the Besoyz of Shechanorach, that you say it twice. The Mugnavruam says, since there's a Machroikis over here, we have a Klal Sufik Bruchas Lukl, whenever it comes to Brochas, if you should say an extra Brucha or not, we are Michael, you don't say a Brocha. So therefore, you should only say it once. And this is how the Alter Rebbe Paschus also in Simon Zayn, Sif Gimel, that if a person went two times in the toilet and he didn't make a bracha, Ashiyotzer, after the first time and he had Aschadas, he shouldn't make two brachas, only one bracha. So basically, he lost a bracha. Now, the Elder Rabbi and the Primagudam, they are Medaikim, they are learning up, they are learning in the Levish that a person could rely on the Ashiyotzer in the morning. That means a person which is going in the middle of the night in the toilet, he does not need to say the Ashiyotzer. He could say it in the morning when he wakes up in the morning when he says the Berch Shachri will say Ashiyotzer and that will go for the time which he went in the toilet during the night. Now, according to the Alter Rebbe, which says that um, you only say one bracha, so basically you're losing out all the ashiyutzas because if you if you would have said ashiyutzas every time, you have two, three, four times, whatever you went to the toilet, you have ashiyutzas. But now if you think like the Alter Rebbe, the Machri, that you shouldn't say only once a bracha, so automatically you're losing all the brachas. According to the, the Machaber, you could say twenty times as as, as much as you went. You have to say Ashiyotza five times, six times. According to the Altrebid among room that you only say once, automatically you lost basically Ashiyotzas. But there's a Chavasyur from the famous in his Sefer in Bukarchaim, and he says that it makes such a such a shura. A person which basically does not have an tendency to go during the night in toilet. So that guy, that person when it comes out from the men's room, he should basically wash his hands and say Ashiyotzer. Because if not, he's going to lose this Ashiyotzer. According to the Altareb in the, in the, in the Mirmungavruam. But the person who knows every night he goes once or twice or three times to the toilet during the night, and that's his way how he knows every night goes through. And if he knows that basically if he's going to wash his hands every time and say Ashi Yutzer or automatically he was going to get totally awake and he won't be able to sleep so therefore he could rely on the Ashi Yotzer in the morning and he says you don't lose the Ashi Yotzer because then it's like you had Kavona to begin with since you know that you are going to go get up every time it's as if 
since you can have chadas and it's the same, it's keili, you knew you're going to go in the toilet again a second time, so therefore you should basically, you could basically make only one ashiyot. It's not like as if you lost the bracha. So to sum it up like this, a person which once in the blue moon wakes up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet, then he should wash his hands and after coming out from the toilet, he should basically wash hands again and make a shiyotzer. But a person which basically has it every night, and if he's going to wash every time his hands, and if he's going to say a every time, he's basically going to, you know, won't have any night which he will be able to have a regular night resting. He could rely on the Havasiur, which say, says that you could say the Ashiyotza in the morning, and, and you don't, it's not as if you lost the Ashiyotza, because he had Kavona to go a couple of times in, in, in the toilet. And the Gabanegelvasi, you rely on the Aishlav room, which you mentioned before, that basically you don't need to wash your hands every time if you didn't wake up, only after you wake up the final time when you finished to sleep. Question. Can I spray a spray on my body that makes mosquitoes not bite me? The answer is yes. I spoke in the uh, previous shirim that spraying a spray on Shabbos is not a problem. It's not a problem of Zoira, of, um, of um, the actual spray. Now, could be your question was also if you are permitted to spraying it or it's a problem of refia b'shabas and that's not a problem either because whenever you don't have the problem yet it is only prevention then you have no problem to putting on something on your body as I mentioned also in previous shirim a person which is afraid he's going to get a sun, sunburn he has no problem putting on on his face oil or a person which has a tendency to crack, to have dried hands in the, of the sun, in the winter. He has no problem putting on Shabbos oil as long as he's not cracked yet. It is before, it's preventive. The same was like this. If you want to spray on a spray which will make the mosquitoes will not bite you, you have no problem because that's not refuah. After you got a bite and you want to spray on some spray something on it, it should heal it. That's going into the gate of refuah by Shabbos and it's a problem. But if you're spraying it before you got any problems, and only, only that the, the, mosquito bite, the mosquito should not bite you, there is no problem of doing that. Question. Do we make a brach on Shlich HaKan? The answer is yes. But it is only if you meet all the criteria of making Shlich HaKan. That means has to be a kosher bird. You have to know it's a kosher bird, and it has to be when you you uh, you uh, the mothers over there in the in the nest, because most of the day the father is on in the nest. Only like uh, before the shkia shkia time, then the mother comes back and she stays in the nest. So shlicha kan is only when you send away the mother, not when you send away the father. So when the mother is there, you send her away, and it's a kosher bird, yes, you make a bracha. You have to also remember that you have to take the eggs. Some people send away the mother, and they don't take the egg, they're not makayim the mitzvah. 
Also, you have to realize it has to be hefker. Because if it's not hefker, so it's not ki yukura kantsipur. The Torah says only if you find something. So therefore, it's kedai that a person should say that he's makabal on him, that he doesn't want his house or his trees in his backyard should be coined any nest which is going to ha- is going to become is going to there's going to be any nests in the future. When you have it already, if you didn't make it now, you cannot say I don't want to be coined. But you say now I don't want to I don't want any tree or any of my property should be coined any nest which is going to become in the future. So then if it's a kosher bird and has all the criteria you can make Shri Khan and you can make a bracha and you make a mitzvah as the raisa. Question. Please clar- clarify the halacha of woman and Kiddush Lavona. And what does it mean when the Rebbe said woman should participate in Kiddush Lavona? Okay. The Munganavruam writes in Simon Tufchuvuv B'Shem Deshlu that women do not make a bracha on Kiddush Lavona. Why? Because it's a mitzvah as Any mitzvah which has a specific time you don't make a bracha a woman are not machiev. This is a, has a specific time when you can make Kiddush Lavona so therefore women do not make Kiddush Levona. Other poiskeb argue with this and this reason and they say that that's not 100% considered a mitzvah as man because the, 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 the reason why is as man is because it's, it's, not, it's not the mitzvah it has a time it is only the, 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 the moon has a time so therefore since only when you see the moon seven days once, once we get when you see the moon then you make the bracha so it's not a time in the midst, it's a time in a physical time, but any any case, the Mungavrum and all other poets can bring this reason of Mitzvah Zmangaruma. Now, if it would have been the problem only because of Mitzvah Zmangaruma, so there's other mitzvahs which is a Mitzvah Zmangaruma, and the women doing do 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 it and they make a bracha on it. So, if this is the reason, why shouldn't if they want to make a Kiddush Lavana, why shouldn't they be able to make it? Since they can make a bracha on Lilith and they can make a bracha on other mitzvahs as Mangaruma. What is the problem that they should make a bracha on the Levone too? But Lamaisa, by this mitzvah, is a specific paida not to do it. And as the Shlu brings also over there a reason, is because the reason why we make Kiddush Levona is because the Levona became smaller. You went, we know the famous uh, Pagam which the Levona had and Achsidus is Mavir that Pagam Levona happened also through the, the Chet of Eitzadas which was created by Chava the first lady in the world so since the whole Pagam Levona became through the women so therefore they are not making a bracha on the Levona because it's like it's a shame that they should make a bracha when they created the whole problem. So therefore, they don't make a bracha. And the poets can say the Primagulim says even without Shem Malchis they shouldn't make a bracha of Kiddush Levona. So to answer your question is no, women do not make Kiddush Levona because it is a shame that they should 
they, they, they created the whole problem of the Levona. There's another reason also which the Biyas Chaim Zonofeld and Salmas Chaim brings down. He says another reason because since the mitzvah of Kiddush Levona is outdoors and by women there is a cloud called a woman should stay indoors and not go out. The same reason the Chassam Soifer gives why women do not light Hanukkah candles because you have to light Hanukkah candles outdoors and women, the place for the women is indoors. So therefore, when it comes to Kiddush Levona, they don't make Kiddush Levona. So to sum it up, if it's the reason Metzat Panimis Yonim, like Vishlu says, and like it's Mevinach Sidas, Metzat Aitzadas, or because of the, the, the Salmas Chaim, or there is other reasons too, women do not make Kiddush Levona, even without Shemem Alchis. And when the Rebbe mentioned that the women should participate in um, Kiddush Levona, it meant that they should gather outside by their windows and watch the men how they do that. But not a day they should come out also and make physical the Kiddush Levona. Question. I by mistake finished the bracha of Sim Shuloim. Hamvurches Ami Yisrael Beyahavu instead of Hamvurches Ami Yisrael Basholam. Was I Yoitze the bracha or not? The answer is no, you wasn't Yoitze because that's called, you, you changed Shini Matbaya Shetavi Chachumam. Chachumam made a specific way how you should make the brachas. And if somebody changes from the whole Kavana of the of the bracha, so therefore you're not yoitza. Although ahava comes through shulam and shulam comes through ahava, but it's a different uh, meaning. And if a person finishes the bracha, uh, instead of he finishes he was not yoitza the bracha. Okay, we we'll stop here and please join us next week and submit your questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.